You're listening to the best possible taste on West Limerick 102 FM. Good evening and welcome to this week's Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and I hope you've had a lovely Easter. If you're a cheese lover, I have details of a competition that the National Dairy Council is running and I'll be Skyping Cathy Curran to find out how you can cheese up your life and win a fabulous trip to Tuscany. And at the end of the show, I'm going to replay an interview from a couple of weeks ago when we had a technical glitch. Food for Thought is on next week on Wednesday the 26th of April in Trilly IT. So we'll get all the details about that event from TJ O'Connor at the end of the programme. A reminder about how you can get in touch with me here of the best possible taste. I'm always delighted to hear from you and your food and beverage news and stories. Please drop me a line to s.noonan at live.ie or alternatively, I'm on Twitter with my nickname Queen of Organisation. So you'll find me there as at Queen of Org. Next, we're pressing dial on the Skype button to talk to Cathy Curran. Cathy is a communications manager with the National Dairy Council and she's a fantastic competition involving cheese that is well worth entering as the prize is a trip to Tuscany. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Cathy, you're very welcome to the programme. You are the communications manager with the National Dairy Council. Just explain to us a bit about what the National Dairy Council is and what they do. So we are um, a marketing body um, and we work to promote uh, the, the kind of generic dairy category for the Republic of Ireland. So we work with a lot of the big co-ops um, across, across the island to promote, um, I suppose, the benefits and, and goodness of Irish quality dairy. Um, in the Irish marketplace and promoted to consumers. You have a very exciting competition on at the moment. The deadline is this Friday. So tell us a bit about that and who it's for. As you're probably aware, we promote uh, milk, cheese, yogurt, milk and butter as part of our category. So one of the big areas we promote is cheese. Um, and as part of an EU-wide cheese promotion campaign, we're running a competition called Cheese Up Your Life, where we're inviting consumers from all over Ireland to enter recipes. We have two categories, one for consumers and foodies, where they're invited to create a delicious and tasty everyday dish with cheese as a main ingredient. And the second category is more of a fine dining dish, um, where we're inviting chefs, trainee chefs and culinary students across the catering colleges in Ireland to enter a more sort of inner party fine dining dish, again, using cheese as a main ingredient. What sort of dishes are you hoping that people will enter? Yeah, I suppose, you know, cheese is a very versatile food. Um, and there's numerous different types of cheese. But the great thing with this is it doesn't have to be just Irish cheeses. It can be European cheeses, so stuff like Parmesan or Edam or, you know, some of the delicious French cheeses. Um, we would we would detail that we need it to be cow's milk cheese because we don't work around uh, goat's cheese. It has to be cow's milk-based cheese that can be from anywhere across Europe. And we're really looking for people to be a little bit, I suppose, innovative and uh, and creative with the dishes they produce. So not your average sort of toasted cheese sandwich or uh, cheese omelette, but maybe to look outside the box a bit and be a bit more creative with the type of dishes that they send into us. We also really want people to include an image with their dish. So um, you know, I suppose most people have iPhones um, at this stage, so it'd be great if they could take a quick snap of the dish uh, when they've done it so that we can, we can look at it and make the judging process uh, a lot easier for us the end of April. Do you feel that cheese is an ingredient that's very much underutilised in Ireland? I do a little bit. I suppose it's we've such a massive variety of cheeses here and we are a very strong dairy producing nation. 
one of the very few countries in the world that can boast a grass-fed system um, in our farming um, provenance. So, um, you know, I think sometimes we don't utilise the length and breadth and, and, and availability um, and the variedness of Irish cheese that's available. So people tend to cook always with cheddar or with, you know, their, their, their general supermarket sites that they might buy daily. So it's really to, to look at the, the varied different types of textures and flavours that are available um, within cheese in Ireland and to really utilise that really has to showcase Irish and European cheeses and dishes that they send us in. Because we are extremely lucky in Ireland that we have such a multitude of different cheeses coming from all different parts of the country. Yes, absolutely. No, it's incredible. I mean, literally every sort of acre of Ireland's producing uh, a cheese from the farmhouse cheese varieties in West Cork, like Malines and Goubine and Doris, and then you move across the country to various cheddars, and then you have Cashel Blue, etc. So you know, there's an incredible variety there. And we'd really love people to use maybe different types of cheese that they wouldn't normally cook with um, and, and really kind of showcasing the different types that we've really, we're really looking for, I think. So when people submit details about their dish and the image, what's the next stage in the competition? Yeah, so we have three judges uh, for the competition, which is really exciting. We have Irish chef and food writer, McKenna, who people would know very well. She has a restaurant in Arnett in Dublin. Um, and she has had a number of cookbooks out to date um, so far. And then we have Derville O'Rourke, who was a former Irish Olympian and has now moved to kind of the food uh, industry. She has um, a number of different products available and also has a book called Fit Foodie. And then finally, we have Vanessa Greenwood, who is the owner and director of Cook's Academy Cookery School in Dublin. Um, so they'll be basically working with ourselves to to judge the um, the shortlisted final entries on the 24th of April. Um, and following that, we'll be inviting six finalists, so three finalists from each category, to come to Cook's Academy in Dublin on the 5th of May. And we're going to be doing a cook-off that day uh, with the final dishes where we'll choose uh, the two overall winners. And whenever they go up to Cook's Academy, it's very much uh, a competition experience for them that they're in a, a professional type kitchen making up their dish. Exactly, Sharon. So Cook's is a, a quite a large space actually in Dublin. So it's the central Dublin on South William Street. And they have about four floors of, of what would be uh, very professional catering kitchens. We want people to really have that feel of, of cooking almost in a master chef situation. Um, and to add to the excitement, we're going to be uh, filming uh, the cook-off on the days. We have um, a really experienced food videographer who's coming from London who will be shooting uh, the finalists on the day along with the assistance of Derville and Clodagh who will be helping to style um, and help to present the dishes of finalists. And then we'll also have a food stylist and a photographer present who will be shooting final dishes to make them look aesthetically as, as beautiful as possible. And then the next stage will be that we'll be producing a booklet with the final six recipes, which will be um, available in super value stores across Ireland um, for National Cheese Week in June. So really, there's a huge amount of kind of um, excitement if you get to the final stage in terms of showcasing the dishes. Whenever you say that it adds to the experience having the videographer there filming it, I'd say it adds to the pressure as well. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we will obviously have a, a bit of prep time with the finalists to kind of talk them through and make sure they're comfortable. We have a full day uh, booked for, for the filming. So, you know, we hope to be able to relax. We are finalists. We will encourage them to practice their dishes um, as much as possible before the day, uh, being able to cook it, I suppose, in front of a, a small audience on the day. Um, but I think it'll be a really exciting experience for the finalists that, that get through. 
Absolutely, an incredibly exciting experience. And will they get a chance to meet the judges on the day? All three judges will be um, in Cooks on the 5th. So Cloda, Jarvla, Work and Vanessa will be on hand uh, to, to help and kind of, you know, I suppose, give the, the finalists some advice um, on cooking and on skills, etc. So it'll be a really, really enjoyable day, I think. And then, of course, with the competition, there's always fantastic prizes on offer. So tell us what the lucky winners will get. Yeah, they're really, I think for anyone that's kind of anyway interested in food or travel or both, they're particularly nice prizes on offer. So we're offering both winners um, a cooking holiday to Tuscany with direct flights up and that's for the winner and a friend. A really, really nice prize. Um, I think it's from Dublin to Bologna and then there'll be a cookery school um, in Tuscany that they'll be sent to. Um, and then the winner of the trainee chef culinary student category will also get to attend a cheese symposium in Brussels on the 8th of June, and this is part of the EUI promotional campaign. So there'll be a number of interesting speakers taking part, and the winning uh, finalists will get to showcase their dish in front of a you know, huge audience of very high-profile food, uh, people from all over Europe. And then the consumer foodie winner will get to win €500 Euros worth of kitchen equipment, um, which is also, I think, a really nice incentive to encourage them to keep cooking. Absolutely. And I mean, fantastic prizes. They're like a, a trip to Tuscany. Only, some people can only dream about that and to go to a cookery school there as well. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think it's a gorgeous prize. And I, I really hope that will encourage people to enter um, and for them to, you know, to, you know they, they're in a really good chance of winning. So we really hope to get multiple entries. So key dates just to highlight are this Friday the 21st is the final for submitting your entries. Then you're doing the, the short listing on the 24th of April and then the shortlisted people will be notified, I, I presume, quite soon after that because they have to come up to Dublin for yes. the 5th of May. So you have to be available on fifth on the 5th of May to cook up your dish and then... Um, Basically, all we need to know is where can they go to get more information? Yes, of course. So all the information um, you can find at www.cheeseupyourlife.ie. And that's a microsite from the NDC. So it's www.cheeseupyourlife.ie. All information there on how to enter. Fantastic, Cathy. Thanks so much for telling us all about it. And we look forward to finding out who the winners are. Thanks so much, Sharon. You're listening to The Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM. Welcome back to The Best Possible Taste with me, Sharon Noonan. Just before the break, Cathy Curran from the National Dairy Council gave us the perfect reason to come up with a cheesy dish. What a fabulous prize and offer and let's face it, who wouldn't fancy a free trip to Tuscany? And a reminder of the web address there to enter, cheeseupyourlife.ie and best of luck with that. If you are just tuning in and you want to hear the start of the programme and find out all the details about that competition, you can check out the show when it goes up in the podcast later in the week and you'll find it on the website SharonNoonan.com or you can also subscribe free of charge and download it on iTunes or use the podcast app. Now, the next and final interview this evening is with TJ O'Connor from IT Tralee. We played this interview a few weeks ago, but you might have missed it due to the technical glitch. So I thought I'd replay it again. I met TJ to find out about the Food for Thought event, which is on next Wednesday, the 26th of April. So let's have a listen to our conversation. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. TJ 
This is the fourth year, is it, of Food for Thought here at IT Tralee? Yeah, this is the fourth year that we're, we're, we're holding the event. Um, we had a break in it last year and um, have decided that we're going to go biannually now, so it's going to be every second year, so we're really excited about this year's um, lineup. Let's go back in time to why you started it those few years ago. Um, I suppose why we started it originally was we wanted to create something that brought everything that was good about, um, you know, food and uh, and drink within the region. And not just about the actual produce, but about the expertise and the people around it um, and trying to bring it under all one umbrella in one day and um, I suppose that's that's where it came from and to create networking opportunities for people within the industry because it's so busy you know sometimes the producer doesn't get to meet the end user like the chef or whatever so it was trying to create that and to build up relationships between them that would continue on far past the day. So. Although it's based at the at the college here, it mm-hmm. isn't just for the students, it's for the wider public and oh, people absolutely. in industry. Yeah, so it's for what we aim at. It. It's going to be for our own students. Obviously, we'll be heavily involved in it, but we also want um, food enthusiasts, the general public, um, industry chefs, um, just anybody who really has a keen interest in food and the wider world of food to, to, get, to get here on the day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So it all starts off in the morning and there's a number of different activities taking place, including cookery demonstrations. Yeah, so we uh, the cookery demonstrations will start at about 10 o'clock and uh, they'll take place in our demonstration theatre, um, which seats about 110 people. So, you know, there's no booking involved in that and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll draw a wide audience. So we have... Um, you know, not everything is bedded down for the day, but at the moment we do know that we've got um, Eddie Atwell, who was um, on the Great British Menu last year and cooked for the the Queen's 90th birthday. He's originally from our man working in County Cavan, and he's a, a very keen forager. And his plan is, it's on a Wednesday, so his plan is to come to Kerry on the Tuesday. And he, we don't know what he's going to be cooking because he's basically, the plan is, is that he's going to cook what he forages the day before. So we'll really know what Kerry has to offer on the day, I guess. And um, there's also um, a fantastic initiative in, in Kerry. Well, you know, it's based in Kerry, um, which is called The Apprentice Chef. And you're, you're very heavily involved in that yourself as well, Sharon. So anybody that could know about it would be yourself. Um, so we want to highlight that on the day. So um, one of the, the mentors from The Apprentice Chef will hopefully be here with um, one of the, the people or one of the students that participated over the last number of years um, to tickle our taste buds as well and give us a, a, an overview overview of what the program is all about and then you know there is others to be confirmed as well on the day. I always go to great lengths to highlight that the Apprentice Chef program is there for a number of reasons but one of them specifically is to address the chef crisis and the shortage of chefs that we have here in Ireland and in the afternoon for Food and Thought you actually have Ruth Hegarty coming in from Chef Network and Egg and Chick Projects Mm -hmm. to do an in-conversation piece on that very subject. Absolutely because here you know I I mean at the moment as you quite rightly highlighted every place you look it's chef shortages and uh, of late if, if I had a euro for every phone call that I 
get you know looking for a chef so and the apprentice chef really does highlight that uh, and encourages young people to look at it as a career choice but so yeah so we decided you know um, loads of people are talking you know behind the scenes so we, you know it is a day that hopefully there will be lots of industry chefs here and we want to have an open discussion so we're we're having what's called in conversation with chefs so we'll have a chef's panel um, it'll be made up of different people that all have not been confirmed yet but um, uh, and basically they'll be discussing the whole thing of why there is a chef shortage and maybe um, some ways in which we can go to addressing that that'll, you know. be, that'll be very interesting should be and I yeah. hope I hope I really do put it out there that the more chefs that we've got here in the, you know on the day and the more input that we get from them, maybe we can come up with uh, get a little bit closer to solutions. So I, I would really ask people from you know chefs from wherever to to be here to give their input to that. You're also doing a few workshops. There's a number of different workshops taking place. Just tell us a bit about those and yeah. the different types of workshops that you're hosting. Yeah, so the workshops are um, going to be a, a mixture. There are some that will be classroom based, um, and then there's also we've got um, practical, you know, practice kitchens here that can take up to 16 to 18 people. So um, they, we have a few workshops, and one of them um, is going to be uh, modernist, modernist cuisine techniques. It's even a mouthful itself um, and that's going to be by our own lecturer Dan Brown um, who's very passionate about contemporary uh, contemporary cuisine and all that goes with it so um, that's going to be one of them um, we also have Orla Gown who is part of the whole real bread um, you know drive in the Ireland campaign the, yeah, the there, campaign yeah. that's there yeah. and she has Bakus Bakery which is in Clahan and Brandon and she's going to do a sourdough um, workshop for us then we have um, another very enthusiastic guy, um, John Fitzgerald, and he's from Atlantic Seaweed. Um, and he's going to couple up with uh, James Coffey, who is the, the head chef at the Park Hotel in Kinmare, and they're going to do a workshop entitled um, Cooking from the Atlantic Shoreline. Um, so it's, I'm sure that's going to be very interesting. Then we also have um, one of our students, um, Owen Murta, who is uh, going to do a workshop. He's now working with um, Malson Coors Ireland, and he's going to do a workshop on uh, beer and food matching and also cooking with beer. Um, so should you know, it would be of interest to the general public, but maybe vintners and various other things. Um, That'll make a nice change from the wine matching and cooking with wine. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and I mean, it's, and it is becoming. You know, you gastro pubs. It's 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 so much more now than wine, and and, and it gives that opportunity to um, you know uh, beer producers in Ireland and uh, micro breweries and you know all of that. Yeah, yeah there's been such an explosion in oh, craft brewers in the country of Leeds. Absolutely, yeah. So we're looking forward to that. And um, we also have a lady called uh, Greta McCarthy O'Brien and she's from Call, and she's just recently um, published a book. It hasn't actually been launched yet so it's being launched in the Botanical Gardens um, sometime in March and then uh, she's going to come and give a workshop. It's a fantastic publication. Um, I've seen it already but it's 
and it's all about from you know right from the start growing the herbs and um, their medicinal purposes and how to use them in cooking but the beauty of it it's beautifully illustrated and it's so practical it really is a practical guide and it just goes that you don't have to have a massive garden that it can be your window box and how it can transform the dishes that you're creating in your kitchen to be something so different when you're using fresh herbs and this is a great time of year to be starting to plant Ab- those absolutely. to have them for the summer yeah. and as you say so easy to do just in a little window box yeah. or, or a pot that we have this idea you know that we need a garden but you know you can kind of make yourself that little bit different to uh, the restaurant next door by actually having a fish box absolutely. full of fresh herbs and then we also have another um, uh, um, chef, um, Caroline Danaher, who's a graduate from here. And she's currently working with Cochrane's Food Equipment and Linux. And she's going to do a workshop entitled um, Cooking with Modern Technology. Because, you know, we might, we might all want to uh, think that we can still cook everything in a camp stove and, you know, whatever. That we, we can't move with the... With the press one button and it cooks everything for us but we also have to acknowledge that things are moving on and we have to move with it so she's doing that workshop for us and I suppose the great thing is is the kind of connection that we have with with all the people you know and that's that's what we want to that we're very we want to show as well that we're um, accessible and we and and all the people that I've talked about there to be honest with you what it's it's their their, their passion really that absolutely you know that drives them and, um, you know, hopefully that energy will transmit to everybody on the day. So there's mm. a great mix there of workshops, demos and talks. And yeah. one element that's very important about a food event is what is there for the visitors to eat. Mm-hmm. So come Absolutely. lunchtime, sometimes the organisers mm-hmm. fail to recognise that you must have the appropriate food there at lunchtime. At a food event, the expectations are high. Absolutely. And you have that yeah. You have that coverage now because yeah. you're doing a lovely market. Yeah, so we're doing a market. And in fairness, I should, I should have probably mentioned at the beginning that this event this year wouldn't be possible without the support of Taste Kerry. So Taste Kerry are actually helping us to fund the event in relation to marketing and, you know, getting the message out there and and uh, putting it out there to their to their members. Um, so we're going to have a, a fantastic food market, um, which people. So hopefully what we'll do is we'll finish workshops about one o'clock um, and we'll have the chef's discussion or the in conversation with chefs at two o'clock. So the idea is, is that everybody that's here will go and enjoy their lunch um, between one and two and we have some people confirmed already but we hope to have a kind of a, quite a broad variety and in the past we have done and it, the idea is is that you know that there's a good choice there and again it gives exposure to local food producers and it's not just from Kerry it's people you know there is people coming from Limerick and various other places as well because it's it's more for the region as opposed to just being specifically a Kerry thing. Um, and then I suppose just to mention one thing just in case I forget is another very important element on the day and, and I know that you're very heavily involved in this also is the food product development showcase so we have students um, that are on a three year degree program and part of their third year is they do food product design and they do food product development and basically it's from the concept right through to the actual product and the showcase is going to be um, showing those products on the day and we're trying to tie in as well this year there's another initiative here it's called um, the New Frontiers program and two of the people who are on that program this year it's, it's, it's a kind of a 
business it's business startups and they're supported by the institute and two people that are on that this year um, are uh, one is a goat cheese producer and the other person is doing a high protein wrap so hopefully we'll engage with them as well on the day so are those products are they on the market now are they nearly ready to go uh, onto the market cordial goats cheese is on the market and the protein wrap there has been market research carried out in it but it's not uh, it's not widely available and the students um, uh, um, the students products are just I suppose at that initial they, they, they will have brought them to fruition but um, that'll be the first time that they'll be kind of um, opened to the masses in the public in domain in the public domain yeah so and in fairness people have gone on in the past um, from from that particular program and their products have ended up on shelves and we've had some really interesting concepts in the past so you know and hopefully you know the, the general public and everybody that, that comes will enjoy that yeah, it's always very mm. interesting to see what sort of things the students come up with. Absolutely, absolutely. And you, you know, the thing about it is it's making it all real, you know, that, that it, uh, and it is, it is that engagement, you know, with industry chefs. And sometimes it's the first time that an industry chef might have come into the IT trolley. So they wouldn't even realize that we've got a demonstration theater for 110 people or five kitchens, you know. So that was one of the initial things. But now, you know, it really is about relationship building. I remember one of the things uh, we did in the past is we had um, a workshop for vintners. And one of the good things that came out of that is when they went from the workshop and they went out into the market, they actually formed a relationship like because one of the the produ- or the food producers on the day was um curry chase pork and another one was walkabout and they actually made links with vintners so that vintner was you know thinking about well i want to put on a summer party so let's contact curry chase pork and bring them down to do pig on a spit or the barbecue or bring walkabout or there was another guy john nugent and he was doing pies and somebody didn't have a food offering but they wanted a food offering and they taught pie in a pint and then that relationship grew from there so it's those type of things that maybe you don't necessarily need to see them to fruition on the day but if you planted a seed like and let it you know let it grow afterwards that's that's one of the key things that we want to get out of i suppose what's your personal highlight now what are you looking forward to most on the day um i suppose what am i looking you know i enjoy it well the one thing i find on the day is that I get to see very little because you're kind of running from post to pillar so you don't get to enjoy. Um, but, you know, the real thing that I get to enjoy, that I'd like to see is loads of people coming and enjoying it. You know, smiles on the faces because it's kind of, that's what I see this whole food and hospitality industry and all of that being about. So that's the key thing for me. But I suppose one thing that I, I'm assume, I'm hoping that uh, that's why we're leaving it until the end of the day um, is uh, in discussion with chefs and talking about the chef shortage and hopefully like combined if we're all here talking together maybe we'll come with some um, some with some good ideas about um, bridging that gap like we have fantastic things like as you well know the apprentice chef like it's absolutely amazing but you know hopefully more people industry chefs will know about that on the day and endorse it and and talk about it and share it and and hopefully then more good ideas will come out of the day as well that maybe you know somebody will take and run with and because i mean you know it's something that is seriously needs to be addressed 
Well, a fantastic event by all accounts. And if people want to find out more about it, where is the best place for um, you to go to get well, all the information? Yeah, at the minute, uh, we're, we're formulating a, a, a schedule. So um, that'll be available on www.ittrulli.ie um, or you can follow it on Facebook at ITT Culinary Arts. Um, and um, you know again you know uh, all I can finish off by saying if we're finishing is, is that you know thank you so much because you continuously the first time that we did this you were the first person who was on the phone you did a program on it you put it out there for us and you spread the word and, and we know that you're going to be here on the day and hopefully there might be some other things the thing is that we've got a schedule but it's a schedule that can develop more. And, you know, I'm sure even from us talking here and talking after after this broadcast, we'll probably come up with some other ideas and we won't give the whole thing. So we'll have that element of uh, surprise maybe on the day as well. Absolutely. And it's Wednesday the 26th of April. Wednesday the 26th of April. And uh, probably everything will start kicking off at about 10 o'clock. Some things will have to be booked. Um, but that'll be shown on the schedule, like the kitchen workshops, they'd have to be booked in advance. But uh, the, the, the Apprentice Chef demo and with Eddie Atwell, that's, you know, that's kind of come first come, first serve. So there'll be, but that'll all be outlined, um, you know, within the schedule as well and how you need to book and who you ring and all of that. Great. Well, I look forward to coming back in April for it. And in the meantime, the best of luck with begging the final arrangements. Yeah, and thanks a million, Sharon, for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Anytime. Thanks All for right. talking to thanks me. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Cheers. Chin chin. Salut. Schleiter. Great to talk to TJ and I'm delighted to be involved in a panel discussion during Food for Thought. It's called The Host, The Restaurateur and The Chef. It's never too late. And my fellow panellists are Lizzie Lyons from Lizzie's Little Kitchen and Louise Brosnan, who is a chef mentor on the Apprentice Chef programme and chef to party in Edos in Dingle. And we'll be sharing our personal stories about the different careers each of us have in the culinary world. It's a free event and all the details are online along with the full programme for Food for Thought and you'll get it on the IT Trilly website which is ittrilly.ie That's it for tonight. Thanks so much for listening and to all of my guests Cathy Curran and TJ O'Connor. Until next week Bon Appetit! Do you want to get in touch with the best possible taste? Do you want to come on, share a recipe, review a cookery book, or just have a general chat about what you like to eat and drink? All you have to do is get in touch with me, Sharon Noonan, by sending an email to s.noonan at live.ie or send me a tweet at Queen of Org. Bon appétit!